Hello and welcome to the Golf IQ podcast hosted by me, Luke Curdeney. Join me twice a week where we'll dive into the nerdy side of the game. We'll uncover useful golf swing tips, explore interesting course management strategies, and explain other clever hacks in quick and convenient 10-minute episodes. The goal here is simple, to help us all become smarter, better golfers. So I hope you enjoy. All right, so Drew, so a newfound appreciation I've had, I guess this summer, is uh, warming up on the chipping green, as weird as it sounds. I feel like in some ways this is kind of underrated because we always think about warm-ups as practice putting greens and driving ranges, which of course is important, but... I don't know. There's there's a certain there's a certain calmness that comes with uh, chipping warm ups that I've come to really appreciate, and I just wanted to devote a little episode to it because I feel like this is something that more golfers should prioritize a little higher in their warm up routine. And it's practical too. Not everyone gets to the course, you know, thirty minutes or an hour before, and maybe they only have time just to chip and putt a little bit. Right, and you can do it on the driving range too. Like, so it's not like you need a a practice chipping green, like maybe just taking 10 minutes of your warm-up and hitting chips on the driving range (laughs) like i I think i think you'll come to love it the more you do it but there's to drew's point it's also really practical about um the, the the benefits of it so i guess like one of the reasons why and i said this just before we went on air is if somebody offered me like five shots on the range before rushing to the first tee or five chips i'd rather hit those five chips and the reason why is because i feel like it's really good for dialing in like the low point of my swing um you know it Five swings isn't going to get me loose in a hurry. Stretching is going to do a better job than that, than that. But with five chips, at least I can kind of get the feeling of club ball ground interaction. I can get the feeling of what a fat shot feels like, what a thin shot feels like, and what like crisp contact feels like. And just really keying in on on contact, I think was is like a super important thing. Yeah, it's a lot more achievable. I mean, just a, such a short swing. Finding your hands for the day is is really important, and it'll translate to your full swing once you get out of the course. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and it's funny because even pros or a lot of pros will say that most of their like literal warm up is done in the gym. It's stretching, it's all their stuff. What they're looking for out of their, like when they actually get to the golf course before their round, is just the feeling of like, contact of center face center contact. face yeah. contact they hit tons of wedges on the range they spend a lot of time on the chipping green and that's all they're trying to do what does pure contact feel like and i think that that's something that you can really accomplish on the chipping green uh, yeah absolutely so what will what kind of shots will you hit on the chipping green to get that sort of feel and low point so uh one thing that i've been doing more and more of recently uh, is that i'll take I usually go from the same spot with the same club, but I'll never hit the same shot twice in a row. Yeah. So I'll try to hit an open face higher shot, a lower face like spinnier shot, um, you know, longer chips, shorter chips, pitch shots. And I just, I, I don't want to hit the same one twice in a row because I feel like if I can hit, you know, I'm not going to hit every shot good, but if I can at least cycle through all these different shots and at least try them, it starts... I don't know, that like variability starts helping me just get dialed in a little There's more. a certain creativity that short game needs and you need to unleash that, right? Right. And um, it, yeah, and it's like, it's kind of hard to do, right? Like it, it, it's a lot easier, more comfortable to just like put the ball back in your stance, wait for, and just hit like 10 of those chips in a row. Cause the, by the time you get to the seventh one, you're going to start getting a feel for it. But when you're like hitting one of those and then opening the face and hitting it high and then hitting a short one and then a long all of a sudden like 
you don't really get do-overs. So you just start like, your body starts adjusting to the difficulty of the task in a way that actually makes it like a lot better from tea to green. Yeah, and the issue, if you were only practicing low trapping chip shots, well, what happens when you get, uh, you know, to the third hole and you've got only a few yards of green to work with, yeah. you're gonna have to loft it up a little bit. You can't drive that shot. So, so where, we talked about this in a previous episode, um, but what is your like warm up kind of structure routine look like? Like where does your chip and green time fit into all of this? It'll usually be um, early on. So it'll yeah. be, you know, I'll go to the putting green or the chipping green. It'll be either first or second, um, you know, hit a few putts, but then then hit those short basic shots and, and gradually hit different sort of shots and finding the feel uh, in the low point, like you said, just feeling that contact, feeling that interaction of the the, the club and the turf. Um, and then I'll go to the, the go to the range. At yeah. The end. Yeah. So that's the same with me. I. The chipping green is usually the first thing I do um, when I get to the warm up zone. And do you um, do do you like move golf ball? Do you hit golf balls from various different spots around the green, or do you generally just pitch up in in one place? Um, I'll move around. I think it's also really important to hit some shots out of the rough with yeah. different lies because um, you know just figuring out how the if it's even if it's at your home course and you have a sense of the rough, it's going to play a little different every day, mm. and and give yourself different lies and sort of experiment with how how the ball is coming out of those lies. Yeah, that's really good advice because, I mean, yeah, it's different every day. It's different depending on how much moisture is on the grass. And you'll just, again, like you'll just start finding like, okay, this is, you know, you'll just start getting calibrated. Like, okay, I, I need to swing a little harder when the ball's in this kind of lie than when it's sitting up more in the rough. Like all that kind of stuff is just these weird little nuances that, yeah. you know, they don't, you can't really get those on the drive. That's such a great point. You said calibrated. I think that's such a great word. Like short game, of course, there's a ton of technique that goes into it, but I mean, a big part of it is just being calibrated with the feel. Mm. You could have a great technique, especially out of the rough, but just judge the lie wrong yeah. and you're going to be way short or way long and you're going to think it was you know your technique or something and it's so funny because i bet most golfers listening to this think they, they end up during an average round of golf hit a lot of chips from the rough if they're only hitting six to eight greens let's say which would be quite a lot um depending on your skill level you're hitting a lot of those chips from the rough yet you probably aren't hitting one chip from the rough during your warm up. So whenever possible, definitely try to do that. I I fully endorse the like hit a different shot with each chip you have kind of strategy. I just think that pays dividends like uh, like all down the bag. Really. I love like the low, medium, high, just mm. one one after another, just low, medium, high, low, medium, high. Mm -hmm. And not only are you calibrating your technique and figuring out you're figuring out which shot is working for best for you that given day and yeah. so maybe you have a, a chip shot that on the course that you could go any different trajectory well you're going to hit the one that you were most comfortable with yeah and it also gives you a great i found it gives you a great feel for the speed of the greens too so even without hitting putts like if i'm trying to hit a high shot from the fairway uh to a pin 10 feet away with nothing in front of it that's like not a shot you'd probably hit on the course but you start realizing like okay if i want to hit this shot close i need to land it about here versus when i hit a low one i need to land it 
you know, further back or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you start feeling like you get a sense of the rollouts, of the slopes, of all that stuff. I think a good way to do it too is like you said, just take one club to the practice stripping green and um, yeah, maybe you chip with more than one club on the, on, the, on the course, but try just using one club and seeing how low can I hit this shot with this club? How high can I hit it with this club? And that sort of just sort of calibrates uh, your feel and your technique and sort of helps you figure out where maybe your sweet spot is trajectory wise. Yeah. And to any golfers listening to this and saying like, ah, well, these guys, I'm not good enough to be trying to hit it low and high. Like the the act of trying, it's is what's going to get you better both at chipping, but also with your full swing too. Like the way you can groove solid contact consistently is by forcing yourself to do these different things. And sure, you'll fail at first a little bit, but that's okay. Like it's the process of going through this motion where you're opening the face up and playing the ball up in your stance closing the face and playing it down in your stance anyone can do that and you may not hit good shots every time but in you making those little adjustments you're going to start like calibrating to your point uh the way you're hitting the golf ball your body yeah this this is the shortest you know one of the shortest swings in golf like you said i mean anyone can do it with a little practice and calibration and just figuring out how your body needs to move to hit a certain shot yeah and it's funny with new golfers too that sometimes they can wrap their head around just making a big swing at the ball but like chipping is one of the last things to come because it's 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 just like hard to dial it way down all of a sudden like how how soft is the swing how small is the swing um before i let you go because i saw john ram doing a ton of this at the Ryder cup do you hit chips one-handed before you play or not i do not no me neither but i but john ram he hit he hit shots with his left hand with his right hand he was just doing it over and he was doing the high medium low thing with both hands he probably hit i'd say i'd probably say about 10 to 15 shots with each all from the fairway no bunker shots like this but i just found that fascinating i think hideki does that on the range sometimes right when he warms up with pitch shots he he does the same thing you didn't get a chance to talk to him about it did you no he was in he was locked in um yeah that's the Ryder cup right yeah yeah, yeah. um what do you what do you think he's achieving with so tiger would he tiger does this with putting kind of does this tripping i think it's a general hand-eye coordination thing right yeah i would imagine yeah so i think it's like what we're talking about different shots but just like amped up like another turned up the volume another level where he's trying to hit a high low medium with one hand then another hand and he's just syncing everything up timing wise i think the logic is probably something to the effect of if i can hit a good chip with just my left hand, then it's going to be so easy when I throw two hands on the club. Right. And maybe that's a little far-fetched for some amateurs out there to try, but I think maybe an extension of that is... um is why don't you try to hit a draw with a chip? Why don't you try yeah. to hit a fade? And maybe you're going to unleash some of that coordination and creativity that way. Yeah. And like, or if you want to try the one hand thing, just don't use a golf ball. Just mm-hmm. try to like make good contact with the ground. You yeah. know, like I think the underlying point in all of this is that in some ways the chipping green is where you can get really creative in terms of like different like trying different things um and i think the process of trying those different things is a form of like random practice which is just going to help your baseline coordination that will pay dividends all through the bag 